This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It is 7.13 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. And now for some welcome news. Child marriages in Malaysia are on a downward trend according to the Women, Family and Community Development Minister. So this was from a parliamentary written reply from Datuk Sri Rina Harun. She cited data from the Statistics Department and amongst that data, uh, child marriages decreased from 1,856 in 2018 to 1,459 in 2019 and then dropped further to 1,124 in 2020. Uh, She didn't share data on the number of child marriages last year uh, and also she didn't state whether the pandemic and imposed restrictions might have factored into that drop in 2020. But the minister did go on to say that they were planning to implement the National Strategy Plan in handling the causes of child marriage. And that involves the federal as well as state governments, non-governmental organisations, international organisations. And thus far, they formed a steering committee to monitor the implementation of the plan, which will look at issues across sectors, um, including law, education, health, parenting, social support and poverty eradication, so that they can address this at a ground grassroots level. So, uh, we want to take a look at basically the factors surrounding this, um, what we can take away, what some states are doing, whether that can go nationwide and further decrease these numbers. Uh, we'd like to hear from you, though. What are your thoughts? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us to talk about this is Sharmila Sekrin, co-chair of Voice of the Children. Sharmila, thank you so much for speaking with us. Hi, good evening. So what did you think of the statement from the minister? Does it reflect your observations on the ground, especially in the past couple of years? Well, you know, it's a heartening statement from the minister. And it's true, one that is very welcome. And and we do hope that it continues to be on a downward trend. I have reservations as to the accuracy of the information or the data, um, simply because a lot of the data is not disaggregated. And so it's very, very hard for us to know and tell if indeed it is on a downward trend or whether we're just not collecting the information. Obviously, 2020 is a little bit of an outlier year. So much happened. So many strange things happened. Across the world, we saw actually that there was an increase in child marriages. So the fact that Malaysia is reporting a decrease is a little bit odd. We need to ask whether we actually picked up all the data, given the the various movement control orders um, and, you know, lack of access. Um, by parents, by children, by by the various parties, and also by NGOs into the various communities where we know there are higher rates of uh, child marriages, and that's where a lot of our data and, and you know word on the ground comes up from. So, I mean, it will be interesting to see what the results or, or the reports for data on 2021 and indeed this year are, and if indeed it is on a on a true downward trend, or whether we're just not picking data up. So if we go by the fact that the numbers from 2018 to 2020 show a decrease, uh, what do you think is behind this? Um, Well, hopefully there has been a lot more uh, knowledge and awareness in the communities by people, you know. Uh, There's been a lot of talk, a lot of campaigns around child marriages. We had those two very, very uh, big 
issues, cases of very young children getting married to very old people, older men, um, and all the activity and campaigning that went on around that. Um, I'm hoping that, and also there's been a lot of work done on the ground by various communities, by um, civil society organizations, kind of raising awareness. So hopefully there's been some of that, as well as the, the National Action Plan, which was launched two years ago, January 2020, um, the strategy plan to basically reduce the causes of child marriage. So on that plan then, what can you tell us about it in its current form? I mean, has it seen many changes since its original draft? That's a really good question. None of the civil society organizations have been called in or are aware of any programs around the the strategy that was initially launched. Obviously, it was drafted under the Pakistan government and handed over to the Purikatan and and the successive uh, changes in government. And, you know, one of the real tragedies of this whole thing is that civil society have not been engaged or involved in any of this. And, you know, they are key partners in reducing child marriages and, and the causes of child marriage. So when you don't engage with key players, one wonders who they are actually engaging with and whether those people actually know and understand what needs to be done to to bring about a change in terms of reducing and how to handle it and uh, to reduce the child marriages and, and the causes that lead to child marriage. But to be honest, I, I don't know of any changes. I, and none of us have been engaged or brought into it. We understand that um, they are implementing the, the strategy plan, but how it's being implemented, what is happening on the ground, how the minister and that ministry you know, of women, family, community Deve- development is working with other ministries, other stakeholders, other departments. We don't know. And, and that is really, really important. One of the things that has really come out from the pandemic, um, not just from Malaysia, the world over, is the fact that we do need partners. We need to partner with people and we need to, to partner with people who know how to implement effectively and efficiently for us to be able to address the issues. And if that's not happening, then then one really has to question um, how the rollout is happening. So, as you mentioned, this was originally a five-year plan and until until very recently, there wasn't even any indication if it had been implemented. Um, how do we account for that lost time in meeting the goals of the plan? Well, you see, this is it, you know, um, you're absolutely right. And of course, the pandemic has kind of scuttled um, a lot of things because of the lockdowns and, and, you know, focus has been moved to kind of like more immediate concerns and, you know, more humanitarian concerns like ensuring food reaches harder hit communities, um, things like that. And also the whole, you know, the fact that the education system shut down, children went online, a lot of them were not able to access education online. So, you know, there were a lot of other issues that came up over the last two years um, that has perhaps taken away the focus from the implementation of the National Strategy Plan. But work has to be done in terms of assessing the rollout of the plan because there was a plan, there were certain targets, there has been perhaps an expansion of that time 
in terms of achieving targets. But there are other considerations that need or would have had to come into play. For example, the fact that children were not receiving proper education for two years or able to access education for two years. And that needs to be worked into the plan and perhaps there needs to be a revision of it, um, none of which we have seen or heard anything about. So, you know, I'm really grateful for this. Um, the information the plan is uh, in play that it's being implemented. And I really hope that the minister will come forth and share with us what assessment and evaluation of the plan has uh, been undertaken and where the the changes are or or stretching of time, you know, things like that, for us to be able to understand um, how the rollout is happening and moving forward is going to happen and is going to be achieved. It was a five-year plan. Uh, 2025 was going to be a year of assessment, even if it goes to 27 or whatever, we need to know so that we're able to then put in the necessary blocks to be able to assess, monitor and, and basically catch the children who may fall through the gaps. So recently, Kedah increased its minimum age for women to marry to 18, mm-hmm. um, which is a shift from their stance back in 2019 when they were one of seven states disagreeing with the legal amendment of the minimum age for marriage. What do you think was behind this shift? Um, honestly, I, I don't know. I know there's been a lot of lobbying. Kedah is not the only state that was against it, but I do know that other states are also looking at what they can do. I would like to think that there has been a lot of work being done through the national plan, a strategy plan to reach out, because this is not just a federal issue, in particular for Muslims and and, um, other communities. It is a state issue. It is a local community issue. So I'm, I'm really hoping that there has been work being done behind the scenes to reach out to the state exco, to the uh, state exco members, to the sultans, to basically engage with them and raise their awareness on these issues. Kadah, really, you know, we need to applaud their efforts to actually amend the law and um, to make the statement. I wish they went a little bit further, but, you know, just the mere fact that the age of um, marriage has been raised, raised to 18 you know, is a huge step in the very right direction. And, and, you know, we need to encourage the further progress of it. Uh, and I'm really hopeful that in Kadath, they will be monitoring what's going on on the ground and be able to identify uh, what the further drivers are, where child marriage still occurs. Um, because, you know, we have to remember that, you know, we need to treat this more as a raising awareness rather than as a penal, you know, we cannot criminalize child marriage. Um, And that's one of the concerns, that the way it has been worded about the penalties, it's been criminalized, and we're looking at it from a very penal perspective. What we need to do is to actually go down and assess what the drivers are to be able to address those drivers towards child marriage and causes of child marriage, and basically uplift those communities and minimize the causes and drivers, so that there will be little or less desire for for child marriage, and thereby reducing the numbers. But um, you know, the fact that they've actually raised the penalty is a step in the right direction, also. And we just hope that the courts are able to assess the applications that come before them and apply the right kind of mindset, because you know they have left that a little bit of a, a loophole, if you like, a gap which allows someone to apply, a girl below the age of 18, to apply if she's above 16 and still be married, you know? So we need to be able to basically close that gap as well um, and for the court to apply the right kind of thinking and application 
when they make a decision as to whether to allow a, a child to get married, someone below the 18, age of 18 to get married. Do you think Kadas move will encourage other states to follow suit? Um, what will it take to enforce this nationwide? I do know that there are other states that are looking at it, um, that are seriously considering this. So kudos to Qadar. You know, it's a real feather in the cap that they've done this. And yes, I'm hopeful that other states will also see that, you know, no one loses from this move. They have everything to gain. The child gains from this move. Every, the state will gain from this move. And no one loses. So I'm, I'm hoping that that kind of, of research and, and, you know, they actually do spend time and, and money, a little bit of money, into gathering this information to actually show that they can uplift a state and the state's finances, economic power, by certain moves, and this being one of them. Um, and I'm hoping that other states will learn from this and move in the right direction. But certainly I do know, I'm aware of a couple of other states that are looking at this and, and that debate is happening. I'm hoping that Kadaz move will embolden those who are actually working on the ground to, to try and get similar amendments put in, into their state enactments and hasten their move. Shamila, we just have a couple of minutes left with you. Where do we stand in terms of progress currently? What would you like to leave us with? There's been a lot of work um, across the board. You know, there are very, very good members of parliament who are very concerned about these issues, civil society, uh, corporations. You know, all of us need to work together because, you know, when we raise the standard and the status of a child, we automatically raise the standard and status of our nation. And especially at a time like this, when there's so much political and economic turmoil around the world, this is something that, you know, we can really focus on to uplift Malaysia, not just from a social standing, but from an economic standing as well. So, you know, I, I really think that a lot of people are working together and we need the government, whichever government is in power, it doesn't matter. We need the government to engage with all sectors of society. Do not exclude civil society just because you think they are loudmouths. You know, a lot of them, all of us have the, our hearts in the right place and want to see a better Malaysia, a better Malaysia for our children. So, you know, I would really encourage the government to engage with civil society, engage with all stakeholders to work towards a better Malaysia. Sharmila, thank you so much for speaking with us. Thank you. That was Sharmila Sekarin, co-chair of Voice of the Children, um, speaking about these numbers, really, uh, that was revealed in a parliamentary written reply from Datuk Sri Rina Harun uh, that essentially found that child marriages in Malaysia are on a downward trend, although the numbers for the last the last year, 2021, actually have not yet been released. So anyway... Uh, send us your thoughts. You can call us, WhatsApp us, tweet us. Keep it here, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my, BFM 89.9, The Business Station.